This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Inner Party Conflict, Chai Kai, Fred on Fire, Evora Dawn, Zach B., and Dungeons and Randomness on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. And welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Caitlin. I play Tempest, a water genasi ranger. I'm Krista, and I play as Ariel, who's an Asmar divine soul sorceress. I'm Chris, and I play Rim, a human paladin. I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorcerer. And I'm Damien. You can trust me. I'm the dungeon master. Guild of Adventurers follows the travels of the elven prince Arlen Delacane, a half-elf from the big city, Tel Silva, and a dragon born from the wilderness, Kelgar the Barbarian. Join with them in this D&D-inspired, story-driven audio drama as they face untold enemies, challenges, and puzzles while exploring the world of Calanthus and uncovering ancient mysteries. Released monthly, Guild of Adventurers is a serialized seven-story arc endeavor that can be found on all podcast providers. If you would like to get in touch with the team, contact us on Twitter at Hail Podcast, Facebook at Hail Podcast, Reddit r slash Hail and Well Met, or email info at Hail and Well Met Podcast.com. So Everyone wakes up on now the 25th of Bellinus, having slept pretty well. No crazy nightmares. Oh, thank God. No dragon attacks. Uh, Eldith seemed to sleep soundly for whoever was in the room with her. Not sure. Not sure who cared. Not sure who would have been. It probably would have been Ariel and Kanina. Just well, just I'm guessing based on things. I probably would have slept in the so room Ruby. with Rem because I did last time. We had stayed in an inn, and then I'm guessing the three oh. ladies okay. would have yeah. slept together. That's, that You're not sense. a lady. I don't care, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but I don't care as much. Like about... I just learned something about Kanina. <laughs> no, I'm a lady, but uh, Kanina doesn't care as much about sleeping because she slept in a room with Rem before, so. I don't think Tempest cares either, other than she has a somewhat dislike, dislike of Ram. Yeah. So we'll sleeping with bond that man and in the room. the bond is broken like almost immediately. Because <laughs> he's a dick. So everyone not that bad. Everyone wakes up and prepares themselves for departure. And you guys got to uh, retrieve your carts. Um everything has been sorted out with Amalo. You guys made sure to pay in advance mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. And, you know, first light of dawn or our first before dawn, you know, Kanina will make sure to go over and tell her that we're leaving, you know, if she's in the area. So. Who? There's a couple females that it could have been. No, no sorry, Malin. Because <laughs> she told us to let her know yeah. when we wanted to get ready. Yeah. So I would either would have let her know beforehand or, you know, going in the well, morning. Let's just say because it didn't happen that it's going to happen in the morning. Yeah. So Kanina will tell Malin, you know, that we're getting ready to leave. 
So Kanina goes over to the um, travel company. To the travel company, knocks on the door, and there's not an answer for a little while. And I imagine Kanina stands there, maybe after a couple minutes, knocks again impatiently, and then eventually Malin uh, makes her way to the door. She's wearing like a nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> and can you know just like, she, she opens the door with a yawn. She's like, "Oh, it's you." Yes. Are, are you leaving? Oh, uh, we are planning to leave uh, soon. I'm sorry to disturb you so early oh, in the morning. We yeah, you. You uh, you you failed to mention this last night. Apologies. We got a, we got a little too carried away with our uh, merrymaking and <laughs> chatting. So. I see. See, I wasn't invited. All right. Um, let me go wake the stable hands and have them prepare your carts. Is um, the dwarf going with you? Uh, I, I believe you Eldith? guys referred to her as Eldith. Yes, yes, she is coming with us. So All we'll right. need her wag- Her cart is ready. I will. Well. I will have both wagons prepared. Thank you very much. And she walks inside. Door closes. Mm-hmm. She sobs slightly behind it. Oh. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> Kenina doesn't dislike her. <laughs> Within a few minutes, the stable hands open the larger doors of the stables and lead out the two horses and the donkey. Yeah. And they help get them hitched up to the carts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kenina will help in any way she can. <laughs> The, one of them thanks you. Like, well, th- thank you. Um, yeah. Um, I think we're ready now. Yeah, it's no problem. I'm happy to help. Sorry to disturb you guys so early in the morning. Gonna go, gonna go back to sleep now. <laughs> You're all ready. To, you're set. I, Malin, I think, got everything ready for you to, to depart. Yes, of course. So thank you again. Have, uh, a, have a good rest. Uh, have a safe journey. Thank you. Can you double check, make sure everything's good to go, and then she'll make her way back to the tavern. For the most part, you guys had kind of loaded up. I imagine everything except what you were carrying with you yep. yeah. for this day. And Kanina comes back into the the uh, lifts rest with everyone. I guess kind of hanging out in the the main hall area. Rooms all packed up and everyone ready to go. All right. So how should we do this? Should we let uh? Eldith, um, uh, was the plan for her to be behind us? I believe the plan was for her to be behind us. We don't want to use her as bait. And if there's room, I'll ride with her in the cart as well. Yeah, I didn't know if maybe one of us, um, I I was planning on if there is an ambush and we're worried about her, um, putting my mage armor on her if she wants, if, if that would be okay with her. And um, when I was helping prepare the carts, did I notice that there, if there was enough room for the cart for me to sit up front with her? Yes. Can Mage Armor be cast on another person? Yeah, they have to be willing and I have to touch them. So okay. the the thing is with the Mage Armor, I will have to be able to be in touching distance of her. Oh, okay. Well, so I, I guess didn't know you if maybe ride. I should ride with her. Yeah, that would be fine. Can Bucky pull a cart with more than one person? I, uh, I uh, I appreciate it. No, no matter which one of you chooses to ride with me, well, except him. 
But uh Oh, he's not that bad. <laughs> I, mean, good... I I would appreciate it with with him too, but I really appreciate uh either one of you uh riding with me. Uh since Ariel you know, seems I'll feel feel safer about everything. Yeah, since Ariel seems to be the most capable of uh giving you extra protection if necessary, we'll let her ride with you and I'll keep an eye out as well. So uh, that that sound that sounds good for me, and uh, yeah, it it seems like Bucky can probably can probably pull uh, an extra person, and in the percentage of weight, it's not a huge increase. Mm-hmm. And you guys weren't trying to make like a super fast pace, anyways. Mm-mm. Especially not with her old donkey, <laughs> old Bucky. And you guys kind of all get up into your cart. Who's going to drive the other cart? Not me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kenny will go ahead and get up in the front seat as well, and she'll, I guess she'll start to drive for now, so. And then if Rem wants to take over later in the day, she'll, you know, she'll be just like, well, um, I'll start the drive, but uh, Rem, you go ahead and take over later in the day when we want to switch off. Okay. So as the cart, like, makes its way out, you guys have, you know, made a little bit of noise while you've been doing this just by nature of you know the horses are probably whinnying a little bit get the the sound of getting all the rigging together and so kanina's driving is rem also sitting up front with kanina yeah so tempest is the only one inside the carriage for now Apparently. yep as you guys start pulling to the gate everyone here's just kind of a Oh, hey, hey, wait, wait a minute, wait. Don't leave yet. Oh, yeah, Kanina will go ahead and stop the cart. If you're just like, uh, yeah, yeah, what what, what can you help with? And uh, coming from the the north and behind you guys, uh, uh, everyone go ahead and uh, roll perception. Rem? Uh, Natural 20, 25. Mm. Ariel? Uh, 17. Kanina? 20, not natural. Tempest. 17. Okay, so all wow. of <laughs> feel bad for wasting that perception check. <laughs> that was a good perception check for all of us. Yeah, all of you guys see a uh, an older, stouter dwarf hobbling, uh, hobbling in your direction from the direction that the blacksmith had been pointed out to you before. And he's hobbling his way up to the... Um, the bigger the carriage where Kanina is driving. Yep. And uh, since you guys have stopped, she just goes, I, um, uh, the, the, the word went around that you guys are uh, going to go investigate this Grimfang thing. Correct? Uh, yeah, that's correct, yes. sir. <laughs> and this uh, dwarf had come out carrying a beautiful uh, scabbarded short sword. And he's just like, and were you planning on killing him? At the moment, we were just planning to scout out as far as I Yes, we've know. only been asked for scouting so far. I think the killing part would by, only be uh, if he actually ambushed us and we're defending ourselves. By the leader of the Black Guard. Oh, I, I see. Um, if you, if you were, were looking to kill him, I was going to offer you this sword. Just on the... Uh, the, the Trade that you uh, you use this sword to kill him, and in return you uh, spread the word about my work. 
but seeing as we won't kill him, perhaps this is something you could talk to the Blackguard, and maybe they can do that for you. All right. Well, what if he uh, ambushed us? Where, where, did you need him? Was there a certain reason you wanted him, us to kill him with this sword? Notoriety. I'm known for making tools. Oh, but I this see. blade yeah. is something that I've done in my free time. Well, do you want us to, uh, just in case he ambushes us, and that way we have it? Or did you? No, if the if the plan isn't isn't planned to go out and kill him, I'll I'll save it for for someone that might be doing that. Okay. Hmm. I uh, appreciate the time. I mean, we could always take it with us in case we run across him to kill him. Then I could pay you a like a loan fee in case we don't. <laughs> I mean, I could I could sell the blade to you if uh, if you're interested in buying it. Well, how much are you asking? Kanina's all about fame, and she totally understands gaining <laughs> notoriety, so she's just like, hmm. Rim, looking at the sword from here, can Rim tell if it is or isn't good quality, or just something kind of shiny? Um, yeah. Since this is all based on your perception of it, I'll go ahead and roll over your perception check from having seen him. Sweet. 25. Rem, recognizes that this sword is the work of a master craftsman. Oh, nice. He would recognize that the, the sword is of masterwork quality. So, Rem may not bulk quite as much when he goes, I could uh, sell you the blade for 220 gold pieces. Rem will kind of look at Kanina and see her like, choke as she <laughs> hears that number. And look at the dwarf and be like, it is a fine blade. Aye, it's a... Uh, there's a lot of work gone into this. Like if you, I'm sure if you showed that to Ulian himself, he too would agree with me, and he might even commission you to make some more. It's a very, very fine weapon. Aye, it is. I've just, you know, been... been trying to get the, the kind of word of mouth going, something that something that would make Ulian respect my work. Like I said, I'm I'm known as a toolsmith, even if... Even if you recognize the work put into this, he could commission something like this far cheaper up in the Dwarf City. Yes, he probably could commission it, but I'm saying if you give him the same deal that you're trying to give us, give him this this fine blade as simply the blade you wish Grimfang to die from, with nothing more than your name behind it, he might he might see its worth. We'll have to see about that. I, uh... He hasn't seemed too interested in tackling this Grimfang problem. Mm. Perhaps But not. you guys seemed like uh, like it was uh, something that you were interested in doing. But mm. I understand if it's uh, well, just it's too much for you, too much for you right now. We are uh, we are scouting this out for Ulian. And if we are, we do come across him. We will do our best to you know uh, get rid of him for the sake of everyone who travels this path. But at the same time, it's. Uh, it's definitely a difficult task <laughs> since we are escorting someone at the same time. And it is a very fine blade, but I am not proficient in swords myself, though I don't know if you would have anything else you could offer that I could spread your, your name with, like something that would be better suited for a mage <laughs> like myself. Um, you want a shovel? Um, you don't make Like I said, like I'm uh, known for making tools. This is, this is a special project of mine. Tempting as that is, I may have to pass. 
I understand. But at the same time, um, if you give us our, your name, we could always, you know, spread word of your craftsmanship. Because as we can see, it is a very fine sword. And we do know some some people here and there who might be looking for that kind of workmanship. Could spread uh, your name to the Adventurers Guild. Yeah. Any the fine name, weapon you there. The name's Ulal. Ulal Hammerfall. Ulal? And I'm the... Uh, There's a lot of Ulals here. Is that a family name? I'm the, the smith for staring in the surrounding farmland. Mostly making tools, making shoes, helping fix, fix horseshoes, fix broken tools, replace things that need replacing. And well, on the side, I've managed to make a, make this here sword. Well, it's, it's exceptionally fine quality from what my companion says uh, for someone who specializes in making tools. Yes. In fact, I mean, it's fine enough that if I do find myself with a uh, a bit more coin in my pocket, I might commission you myself. I appreciate the thought. Well, uh, you folk best be going. Sorry sorry for holding you up for, for a few. And he turns and starts making his way back to, uh, making his way back to his little blacksmith's hut. Well, have a good day, we'll all. <laughs> yeah, so Kanina will go ahead and... He does seem a little down, like he sees his, his shoulders and head have kind of dropped as he's walking back. <laughs> Can you can't know? please all the NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is like a big deal for this village that you guys have shown any interest in solving it. Yeah. So Rim's gonna <laughs> grab the reins that Kanina's just sitting there, just like she's <laughs> looking at she's him. She's just like like going off into the distance, holding. To move on. He's gonna grab the reins, and go. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Give the horses a little snap. And get like, everything moving. Uh, like. Kanina's like kind of lo- like just, just like she's probably like looking down, looking back at the blacksmith, looking down, just thinking it's like, oh, I feel bad. And then yeah, she wants the, to. Make and then happy. she like she looks down the ground underneath her starts moving, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 cart starts pulling out of the <laughs> the town gates. She probably just has this kind of slightly sad look on her face because she's sad she couldn't. He looks so like downtrodden about not being able to use the sword. Like, <laughs> but yeah, she'll she'll go ahead and she'll like take the reins back for Rams. Like, all right, I guess we'll we'll continue on. That poor guy. We'll have to put in a good word for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Kenina will pick up the pace a little bit, and she'll make sure the cart the cart Did with Ella take the reins back from Ram. Yeah. Did yeah. Ram give up the reins? I didn't. I didn't really take them. I just kind of grabbed the reins that were in her hand and like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Give the snap to get everything. Yeah, because she was probably like holding them slackly, just like looking off at him, like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll pick up the pace now that we've let that NPC go away. (laughs) The the cart pulls away, Uh and hours go by. The sun starts coming up. Is there any sort of like? conversation or anything anyone wants to take care of on your first day's travel. Uh, I know that Ariel wants to make sure that with Eldith that if any trouble comes that she's okay with um, getting the, the armor cast on her. That is something that she wants to get her permission first. So she'll ask, she would ask that. Okay, let's she'll get move on to that, that then. Let's, let's, let's make a scene. As okay. Just before this goes on, I need to know as Chris, is it possible to cast that on somebody else? Yes. She said okay. yes, yes, as long as she's yes. touching a willing creature. Yeah, as, okay. long as, as long as she's willing. And Rim is 
just watching the room. Like he's looking for any signs. So. Okay. Yeah. Same. Kanina's watching. You know, very carefully to make sure that she did, they don't get attacked or if they see anything weird again. So I imagine that this is pretty early on in the leaving. Then let's go yeah. ahead and move to a scene of Ariel and Eldith. Uh, hey, Eldith. Uh, y- y- yes, Ariel. What 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 can I do you for? Um. Well, I was just, I was just wondering, cause I'm, you know, I know some magic and, and I, I have the ability if, if you'd like, when, if, if we do come across any trouble whatsoever and we're worried about your safety, would you be willing for me to just lay my hand on maybe your shoulder and I can cast a magical armor on you? Oh, you're a, you're a magic user. Yeah. Kind, I kind of was, was wondering a little bit just because I noticed uh, y- you don't seem to be as armed as well no. as some of the others. I have, I imagine you're, uh, you, you read the, the tiefling girl, Kanina, is uh, similar. She mm-hmm. she does magic too. Yeah, she actually knows a little bit better than I do when it comes to like firepower type of thing. Um, I, I know a little bit more when it comes to like healings and and that kind of thing. Uh, okay, I don't really so know as much fire. But. That, that must be why they uh, they put you with me, because you've got more of the protection, and she can do more uh, do more well, de- devastation to other things. Uh, Nina actually had planned on going with you, but when I mentioned to her about the armor I could put on you, I can only do it if I if I touch you. So um, that's why we switched. I, I really appreciate the, the thought and the thought that you would bother spending some of your magical energy on me. That's that's very, very thoughtful. Well? Uh, yes, I, uh, I'm i okay with you doing that. Okay, cool. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have you know if I... Uh, if uh, if something ha- does, does happen, something dangerous for me, I'm probably going to take old Bucky here and uh we're we're gonna head off that way and she she points to the the north the opposite side of the road as the forest that you guys know the knolls are in all right well if i if something does happen i'll make sure to just touch it only takes a second i'll touch your shoulder i'll cast it on you i'll jump off your cart you can take off and it will it should last you about eight hours of, of just a little bit oh extra boy that's safety. that'll be a, a long time uh, yeah. and uh if obviously if they come from the other side if they come from the north i'm gonna head the other way too whatever you want to do i'll make sure to jump off your cart so this uh this armor you eight hours yeah you think that you can do that for me when i leave on my own too uh just maybe. for a little extra protection yeah because it should be I'll need to cast it when we go to um, check out the knolls, but I think that that would be plenty of time for it to renew itself again, maybe? Maybe. We'll see. It depends how much magic I actually have left. I I appreciate the sentiment either way. Uh... I have to. Thank you. I have to have like sleep after really after I, before I can cast it a second time. So it I would understand. depend on so, stuff. So then I, I really really appreciate that you'd be willing to to use that on me if it takes so much out of you for the day. Yeah, it's not a problem. I'd rather you get there safely than other things that could be worse. You know, uh, if you guys are gonna head back to Port Norsal, uh if you get there before I leave, why don't you find me and I'll make sure to. to Get you guys some bread, some good dwarven bread. I was gonna ask if where your where your place 
was that you set up shop because I wanted to come buy some. It sounds really yummy. I uh, I try and set up it. Um, there's a there's a couple areas that you can like rent out a stall, and uh, I've I've kind of made friends with a baker there that lets me lets me use their their ovens and their their tools, and then I'll I'll set up a, sh a stall over on the docks. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, uh, like like I was saying uh, yesterday, the the tourists, the people coming coming and going from the city, they they think this dwarven bread is uh, something different. I just, you know, it's what I make, so it doesn't mean anything much to me. But I'd like to do something for you. That would be really nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back there to get back to Riven. So yeah. We'll have to come see you. Help support your business. So as uh, as this kind of kind of fades out and the day continues on, who wants to roll me a flat d twenty? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Ariel makes sure she's sitting kind of awkward so she can keep an eye behind too, so we don't get ambushed from behind. Or if we do, she spots it. All right. So. You guys continue making your way through. Um, is there anything anyone wants to accomplish until the like the afternoon into evening of the twenty fifth? Mm, no. Rim is just remaining as hyper vigilant as he can. Yep. Same with Kanina. Maybe like halfway through, um, she'll hand the reins over to Rem and you know stretch a bit in the cart. How mm. old is Eldith again? Two hundred. <laughs> no, she's more on the middle aged for a dwarf. Kind of like. We're talking like probably eighty-five. Okay. So kind of on the younger end of middle age. Eldith, do you do you know any like like stories from maybe that you were told as a kid, like mythology? You know, like why, like old tales? Maybe we can swap stories while we're yeah. Driving. They uh, they they tell us um, as we're growing up the to kind of keep us out of the mines. They tell us uh, about a layer that that exists underneath everything, underneath even the dwarven domains, where oh. light hasn't, like, light doesn't touch the ground there anymore. It's the ground is has never seen, like, even the light of a torch. Wow. Uh, what little light might be seen is stuff that the creatures living down there and the, the things that grow down there give off on their own. And uh, we hear of these these great creatures that roam about underneath the world, and occasionally they find themselves up in this layer in between in between the dwarven dwarven lands and them. And uh, sometimes they they take people away. Sometimes they come in and wipe out entire mine systems. And, nothing and that that's I've ever all heard folklore, of. right? Yeah, nothing I've ever heard of uh, getting to... <laughs> Ariel's like starting to get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> As Ariel, for the first time in her life, hears about the Underdark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> stories from the deep. That's just kind of funny, though, because it's just like, got any, uh, got any ghost stories that they tell you growing up? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they tell you this? <laughs> they tell you these stories when you're children? Yeah, it's to keep us from uh, from trying to venture down into the mines. They tell you that you know ah. if you if you venture down in the mines and you get lost, if you if you're wandering and not sticking with the mining core, then uh, then a creature from the dark is gonna 
gonna grab you and take you away. Suck it's okay, the marrow princess. from your bones. That's really creepy. I've been. What about looking... you? Well, I don't really know a lot of. I I moved away from home when I was becoming a teenager, and so like I don't really. I wasn't I wasn't really interested in in stories and stuff, but uh, I I've actually been like kind of re- reading and learning about some things that were starting to interest me, and I've been like reading about dragons and and mighty giant beasts and stuff, and so yeah. Well, you've been so dragons are a are a thing you've been learning about more recently. Yeah, they've kind of piqued my interest. Yeah, I mean that's that's something that that I've heard about, but not really, uh, not the kind of thing that we'd uh, we were told as babes. It's more of just uh, stories that you hear. It's just you hear people talking about, and uh, some of those adventurer types like you, they like to exaggerate and say that they've seen them. Has anybody ever have Have you ran into adventurers that have told you about any? Oh, I mean, I've been in my lifetime. I've heard of a couple passing through that say that they've seen these these great winged beasts. I mean, and you know, um, the the creatures that that are called drakes. Hmm. Um, sometimes I th- I think that they're talking about those, but they're uh, they're exaggerating. You know, you 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 know about giants. Yeah. Yeah, you know how giants are kind of like you guys, but but bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the. They try and do the same thing with the drakes. They try and and say that they slew a a, a dragon, but it, but it was, was really, really just, just a drake. drake. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But you know, uh, if if someone were to bring some proof around, uh, that'd be a different story. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of hard to bring dragon proof, though. That almost seems kind of overwhelming. Have you ever, like, were any of the stories about, like, certain color dragons? Like, because different ones, I read that different dragons have, like, different resistances to the weather or elements or whatever. Like, the red with fire, and I don't actually remember all of them. I would have to get out my notes. But, yeah, have you have have you heard any of their stories about specific ones? Uh, yeah, there's this uh, this this great dwarven legend that they that they sometimes they teach almost as like a, a history of the dwarves. Uh, they they teach of the the battle um, of of Fuar and his rider Fuar the the white dragon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Rem yeah, was they actually got in a fight with uh, about that. with uh, getting into a fight with uh, Dunatus, one of the gods, like one of the. One of the gods responsible for the dwarven people. Hmm. And didn't didn't wasn't he? I remember that the one that was riding the white dragon had like a a hammer or a weapon of some sort. Yeah, the uh, the weapon that they say is of a, a a great war hammer. Yeah, and you know. I'm starting you to, to wonder. You seem to know this story already. I don't know why I'm a telling little bit. you. Well, I didn't know if maybe you had stories from adventurers of like what they found and like ones that they said they saw. And no, the, stuff like the DM that. hasn't quite figured out the lore for the rest of the dragons <laughs> okay. and their their battles. <laughs> no, I've, uh, I've I haven't heard of heard of any stories from adventures about that, but you know. 
Kind of like I probably wouldn't tell someone about about uh, Fuar and and Dunatis's history if uh, if someone didn't ask me about yeah. it directly, like yourself. Yeah, it's just something I'm interested in right now. I'm starting to think that you know maybe the weapon has to do with the dragon and like whoever wields the weapon gets to gets to like control the dragon. Or I don't know something. You've got quite the imagination. Yeah, I think I've been thinking about all this stuff too much. Sometimes yeah, I stay in like my bed. It seems like you might have spent like a year thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's only you know I've I sometimes when the group is ready to sleep and I'm not, I kind of just stay in my bed and go over my notes and remember <laughs> things that I had uh, written down and things that Rem had read out to us because he can read in Dwarven. Is there anything that the other cart would like to to have hap- like any discussion they'd like to have on this day? Mm. I mean, other than you see anything? Checking the sides. Haven't seen any sign. How about you? Mm, no sign so far. How about you? No. <laughs> okay. If you guys don't have any role play you'd like to have, let's go ahead and roll perceptions <laughs> for everybody. I think Ariel would just continue. I, I, I'm imagining yeah. that this story just keeps going on, but yeah. that was that was a role play thing that I kind of kind of. That was like the whole day. <laughs> Rem, nine. Ariel, 13. Kanina, 18. And Tempest, 22. Okay. <laughs> the one inside of the car. The only one paying attention. Yeah, I just imagine we're sitting there like, like drastically looking for signs, see nothing, and then from the back of the car, hey, what about that? Huh, who's that? <laughs> hey, may, maybe it's one <laughs> of those things where, where Rem is looking at one side, where Kanina and Tempest happen to be looking at the other side at this exact moment, because Tempest and Kanina see a pack of erratic and obviously distraught wolves come bolting out from the trees around you. Kanina will instantly call like out uh, so that both Tempest and Rem hear like, uh, guys, there's a bunch of wolves that are running kind of weird out over there and she'll kind of like pat Rem. And this point is over. a pack of one large wolf that you see skirted by four smaller wolves and there's there's probably a like a, a from the horses as they start to sense this and they start kind of like like kicking their their hooves they're they're slowing down um what direction uh, are the wolves bucky, running mm-hmm. bucky is like he he gets <laughs> he gets a little spooked too and like these wolves had been coming from in front they were still kind of darting through the trees but as the horses start getting nervous and making noise you guys see them start arcing towards you. Can I make a nature check for the large wolf? Yes. Can I as well? Actually, no. Kanina and Tempest can, because they are the ones that saw it happening. Okay. Well, she said she tapped me, so it's best. I did. I've just looked over and been like, ooh, wolves. Can I use my hunter's sense instead of that nature? Tell me what hunter's sense means. Um, As an action, I can choose one creature I see within 60 feet. I immediately learn whether the creature has any damage, immunities, resistances, vulnerabilities, and what the creature is if they are not hidden from divination magic. I can do it three times per long rest. I have a compromise to make here. (laughs) You can, 
However, that means the wolves are now within 60 feet. Oh. Yeah, they, they're, they're just oh. arcing towards us. Did you say how far away they were? I have not established how far away they were yet, but if you'd like to use that ability, then we will start things off it's at 60 feet. either that or an eight nature. <laughs> what would you What would, What would? would you like? Because this could just be when you happen to notice as they were within 60 feet of you. So much worse when I leave it up to the player, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's up to her now. <laughs> yeah, how close are they? Fine. Within 60? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> um, These so things move like 40 feet. You said you know what they are. Yeah. Um, and you wanted to focus on the larger one. <laughs> it is a dire wolf. <laughs> now, go down the list of what you know, and I will tell you one at a time what, what you know about it. Any immunities? No. Any resistances? No. Any vulnerabilities? Uh, no. That's all you know about it? What What else do you know about it? Just That's the it. name after And then that? what they are, as long as they're not hidden by divination magic. All right. They are a dire wolf. They are a large beast um, of an unaligned type. Like I said, it was a funny image for me, like, Rim, like, covering his eyes for sunlight and looking in the distance at these wolves. I mean, like, wolves. And then a second, second, 60 feet away, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> well, I, I imagine... Can, canon-wise, it would be Tempest and Kanina maybe heard the the sounds and like their perception was them hearing it, noticing the horses were starting to act weird, and then this moment where we freeze is like it's 60 feet away. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pass this around just so everyone can get a look of the area you're in. Are you going to need a wagon? <laughs> and some. Oh, are we actually doing miniature? a map with miniatures? I plan on doing combat. Woo! We, we need enough to cut out the second episode. All right, so girlfriend, you long. need a dire wolf, three normal wolves, and I know she has a dire wolf. Four, I, four normal wolves. I don't think I have other wolves. So I think I only have one. Well, you can use dice for the normal wolves, but you do have a dire wolf. I have other creatures. Is, I was gonna say, is your wolf big enough to be a dire oh, wolf? Oh, she yes. has a dire wolf. I have a dire wolf with a bloody mouth. I think he's in my other. There's your dire wolf. Okay, are we ready? Yep. Yes. Yep. Everyone go ahead and roll for initiative. Did you get a natural 20? Yes, I did. <laughs> you did too? <laughs> We're off to a good start. Okay, Rem? 10. Ariel? 23 with a natural 20. Nina? 22. And Tempest? 14. Uh, Dex bonus, Tempest? Plus three. All right. It is, uh, it's Ariel's turn first. I don't even know what's going on. You would have heard them say something about it. Kanina did call out. She did call out specifically to Rem and Tempest in the same cart, but I'm guessing you probably would have heard. So. Well, and, and I mean, Tempest technically learning about him could have said, it's a dire wolf. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. But wait, so it was 60 feet away from Tempest, right? Yes. So it's further away from you. Yeah. Um, so I'm holding my action until I see wolves running at the cart to attack, and then I'll use it to cast, I don't know, Firebolt. So you're saying you would like to prepare an action to cast Firebolt? Yeah. If if, they run at you? If they run towards either cart. Okay. Kanina? Hmm. Um, 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 I'm going to do much the same, and I'm going to cast Acid Splash if they get uh, closer than 50 feet to us. Okay. 
and it will be focused on the main dire wolf. Can I also, like, uh, kind of check which direction they're running from, like, I guess? They had been running from in front of you towards you, and then they cut out of the trees to the main road. Do they look like they're heading toward us specifically? Um, they were already heading in your direction before. Okay. Uh, can I do a check to see if they look like they're actually going to run towards us, though? Do they look like they're focused on us at all? Like, are they, like, looking at us and stuff? Their eyes are on us? Do they look like they're in the hunt, I guess? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Does that change anything? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and just cast Acid Splash on them. Okay. Uh, which one are you targeting? Uh, Direwolf. Direwolf? Okay. Okay. Acid Splash. And I don't know if it was said before, but this is all in middle afternoon, like 2 to 3 p.m. Choose one or two creatures you can see within range. Choose two. Oh, okay. So um, are they within five feet of each other? Is there one right next to the direwolf? There are two right next to the main one. Okay. um, I'll go ahead and do the one, I guess, that's closest to us on the left of the main direwolf. Okay. And... Okay. They have to save on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 acid damage. All right. And I guess it's 14 that they have to save, if I'm reading this right. Dex 14. Probably if it's at the top of your like spell casting thing. Yes. Uh, the first one barely makes it, so the direwolf is gonna barely make it. Okay. Um, does it have to hit to splash the second one? Hmm. It must be within five feet of each other. Target must succeed on Dex saving throw or take one d six acid damage. Okay. Sounds like it doesn't have to hit on the first one. So the second one, uh, <laughs> roll the exact same, and they both barely pass. Mm. So you like fire your Damn. acid bolt and it like it almost looks like it catches them off guard and at the last second they both just kind of just like sidestep and then move back into their positions okay and that'll be it for mine all right and let's see wolf three is going to go five ten fifteen twenty twenty five 30, 35, 40. Wolf 2 is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. And Wolf 4 is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. But it is Tempest's turn. It's my turn? Okay. Um, I, um, can I, like, lean out of the window enough to, like, aim my bow at them? Or... I'd say that, or you can easily open... Should you can open up the out? door easily enough to not impede your actions for the turn. Okay, then I'll do that. Then, so I'm hanging out of the door, because I don't want to get out and, like... Just stand in the middle of the road right, just yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, so I will open the door and sort of hang out and then um, use my bonus action for Slayer's Prey and designate the dire wolf. Because we already established that they're within 60 feet. Yes. <laughs> so um, that just means they take an extra 1d6 if I do hit. And I will... Nice try and shoot the dire wolf with my longbow. Okay. That's not good. 
13 to hit. <laughs> the arrow that Tempest fires off whizzes out at the dire wolf, and you see it like barely graze, like clipping hairs off of the top of it. Don't worry, Eldith. These should be no big deal for us. We can handle these guys. As we're just missing all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta give her a false sense of security. <laughs> Make her think like we're more confident than we can. <laughs> well, she already told me if there's trouble, she was gonna turn around and go back the other way. Yeah. So would you say a cart-pulling horse would be a draft horse or a riding horse? Draft horse. Yeah. Draft horse. Okay, so the dire wolf now comes charging out of the woods. 45, 50. Firebolt! That's definitely towards the cart. <laughs> it's eating the horse. Yeah, it's oh. trying to attack Princess. Well, since you prepared, you get to go first. So, use your firebolt. Bell attack bonus, right? So, that would be 17. A 17 hits. Yay. So, Ariel... Firebolt for six, no, nine. Okay, so the dire wolf is going to attack that first horse. Is it princess? Okay, so that is a 19, which will hit the horse, which I should also, I guess, roll initiative for. Not princess. Is it princess? Or is it the pie ball? Oh no, Krista, high or low? Low. It's not princess. Yes. <laughs> Yet. I'll just say the horses go on initiative 20 because they're working together, but they will come in on the next round. So the dire wolf charges out of the pack, charging straight to the front and manages to just barely reach one of the, the horses who happens to not be princess and... <laughs> takes a large bite out of its front leg uh, its front leg and deals 10 points of damage to it which is a significant portion of damage to these horses though in the process it did take a blast of fire to the face Rem it is your turn alright so Rem is going to look at uh, Nina and Tempest and he's going to be like let's Let's do this! And he's going to cast Bless on the three of them. Aww. So Bless, basically, anytime you make a saving throw or an attack roll, you can choose to add, I believe it's a D4 to that roll. Every time or just one time? Every time for a minute or until my concentration breaks. Nice. So and that counts for spell attacks, but not yep. if it's a if it requires a saving throw to be rolled against it. Yeah, not that way. Um, and that's my bonus action. He's then going to hop down from where he was on the cart and charge forward to the dire wolf. And he's going to attack it with his pick. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Oh. I was wrong. It is in action, so I can't do the attack zone. No damage. But he runs forward to attempt to interpose himself between the horse and the dire wolf. All right, so the- Save our horses. The final wolf Ah! charges out its move speed. And we go back around to the top of the initiative order. Ariel. Ariel is going to, does the wolf have partial coverage now because of Rem being there? 
Uh, because it's a large creature, I'm going to say no, because you'd be able to see the back half of it around him. All right, so Ariel is going... Um, she's going to grab her scroll necklace and um, say, Kosain, please help us with this. And then she's going to reach out and cast Guiding Bolt. And you'll see like this light energy rush towards um, the dire wolf and a natural 20. Nice. But do I get with spells? Do I still get a critical? Like- I'm going to look real quick. Yes, it deals critical damage. Nice. So what does that? I don't. I've never you'll re- roll, roll the. You'll roll damage dice twice. Okay. So that would be for just level one, four d six. Nice. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and then roll them again? No. It's 46 for... 46 is 46 flat. is just what it would be if I didn't hit my critical. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then another six. Can you add for me? 16 plus 12 is 28. Nice. So yeah. so the, the light went shooting towards the dire wolf and lit it up with light and... Did a bunch of, I don't know what radiant damage looks like, so. Holy damage. Ariel, how would you like to do this? You just killed the wolf. Okay, so if it's dying, then it shoots into the um, wolf, and then it just, like, does, like, this big light, not a, not a boom that you would hear, but, like, a, like, a big An explosion boom. Explosion of light. And, yeah, flash, big flash of light, and it just, like, like, incinerates it. <laughs> Yeah, so you incinerated it with holy light. Yes. So the wolf, yeah, like, like, it's like you could only see its back, but it must have turned just right, and like that light, like hits it in the chest, and it is just a fried corpse in front of Rem. You know what I like about it is that she actually, you know, she she actually asked for Kosain, and then I rolled a twenty, and I was like, was this the direwolf? Yeah, Yeah. the big (laughs) one. She just nuked it. Yep. <laughs> Kosain helped. And then she's going to turn because she had just told um, Eldith not to worry that we got these. And I'm like, see, these are simple. I think Brim's funny, though. He blessed everybody, got ready for a fight, ran out, and was like, ah, there's a. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got more. There's still four more. Well, yeah, but they're not that big. Everyone, go ahead and roll me a d20. Are we adding anything? Or just no, flat? Just, just a flat, flat d20. Uh, Rem? 16. 11. 16. 5. Oh, I wanted you to say 11. <laughs> All right, so it is Kanina's turn next. Okay. The dire wolf is dead, and there are still four wolves in front of you. I'm going to go ahead and kind of stand up in the cart, hold the reins in one hand, and cast Firebolt at the next closest uh, wolf. They're both kind of equidistant. The one on the right, then? That one? This one? Yep. Okay. So This this is wolf one. Firebolt. Wolf one. <laughs> it's for me, so I know which one's taking damage. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, let's see. So, firebolt. Uh, 15. That's 19. Plus my six. Oh. Yeah, so, that, 25. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and use my uh, Ring of the Evoker to reroll my spell damage. Better. Is that just whenever you want to? It says, when you roll spell damage, you may re-roll one die. You must take the second roll. If you do, okay. it requires attunement. That's all it says. All right. Um, I rolled a four. So. Uh, four for damage. 
All right, yeah, so like I said, she stands up, holds a rein in one hand, and she'll kind of like lean back a little and chuck it at it and aiming for its face, so. Rim's gonna, I just already know what this fight's gonna be. Rim's gonna be running from dead body to dead body. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, um, what I was going to say is, originally, before Kanina's turn, Eldith was going to start try taking the card away now um, on her own, but she is still going to have to roll to see if she can maintain control of Bucky. <laughs> After watching Ariel nuke the biggest wolf there, be like, oh, the person in my cart's got this. <laughs> but that doesn't do anything for the wild animal that is. Yeah. Well, not the domesticated animal. And she rolled a crit one to maintain <laughs> control. Oh no! Bucky's just like scared in one spot. <laughs> he got alarmed by the flash of light that incinerated the wolf. <laughs> I see. Damien's trying to get the person that just yeah, killed his dire wolf. Trying to get the nuker off the off the map. How far away are they? Forty feet. They're off the map, twenty feet, but that puts them like. How far away did they run? From you, that would be like probably sixty feet away, and um, like as as this is happening, like she she's she's like, oh, you did that that was that was a uh, Buck Bucky Bucky stuff that was amazing, but I can't get him to turn around. He's he's too spooked, and she's like fighting the reins, and you see like they're slipping out of her hands as she's like frightened and nervous. Do you want me to help? Sure, on the next turn initiative. <laughs> well, and Kanina is going to do the same thing for the horses that are in front of her, or, uh, that are pulling this cart. 20. 20? Perfect. That's more than you need. So, <laughs> you, yeah, you feel the, the, and it might be partially because the horse is also fighting the one that's limping a little bit. Princess is trying to do the work for two of them. And I'll say that they, they like, they're, they're like bucking and you end up being pulled five feet forward. Okay. <laughs> okay, so next is wolf three. Gotcha, princess. So that is a 17. Oh no. Versus the horse's AC of 10. Aww. So princess. Hits for eight damage. You're going to have to use all your healing on the horses. This smaller, smaller, regular-sized wolf runs forward and, like, grabs at the at princess's ankles. And princess shakes it off a bit. And, uh, like, it, it lets go. But her, her anchor, his ankle does have some, some damage done to it. Hmm. Could you say that I could see that? Or because I'm off the map, I don't even see this happening. You would see it happening, but it's quite a distance away. Um... From them, you would be like 80-ish feet away. I wasn't sure if that wagon would be in the view of the wolf attacking yeah, the horse. Yeah, because you'd think you'd be another 20 feet off, so you'd have an even better view than it looks oh, okay. like you do on the map. Okay. So wolf two can't actually get to anything. And wolf four. Oh, I bet we all rolled for what the wolves did. Oh. It is now Tempest's turn. From either side, you have a view of one of the of the wolves. They're like kind of flanked around the cart in front of you. I will 
aim for the one that attacked Princess. <gasps> Yay, Tempest is my favorite. <laughs> um, and I will use my Slayer's Prey again as a bonus, <laughs> bonus action. action to, to, to so focus it. Do a little extra damage. She, she gets all squinty and it's like you. And <laughs> draws the bow. Plus a d4. Four. That's that's definitely a hit because that's a twenty-two. <laughs> yes, that is definitely a hit. Okay. So I do one d eight plus three plus one d six. Nine. <laughs> you like fire this arrow and like nail its paw to the ground. It has taken a significant amount of damage. Uh, Rem, it is now your turn. There are still quarry within range this time. (laughs) (laughs) Rem's gonna, since he just saw the one take the arrow to the foot, uh, he's going to approach the one that's like 10 10 feet ahead of him. Yeah, you could easily five five feet, 10 feet to to step around. And also to clear it up for the listeners, um, Wolf 4 was retreating, it seems, that ran away from the party. He's attacking Wolf 2. 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Or eight damage. All right, much like the last one, this one has taken a significant amount of damage. So Rem basically like runs up and drives his pick straight into its back. Right into its back and it yelps out as like its back almost collapses under the added force of your war pick. Oh, can it do it? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's going to get its pack tactics. They both do, technically. Well, this one gets to attack now. Yeah. Um, if that's still only a 14 to hit. That misses. I thought so. <laughs> you sound so upset about that, DM. I slam my shield down into his into his mouth as he tries to bite me. I did save a crit one for a 10 for 14. So yeah, he, he like, he, you see this this wolf running up to you from the side and manages to, yeah, as it lunges at you. You've already dealt a significant blow, so you kind of ignore the one and just ram your shield at the one that came yep. at you. And I'll yell at Kena, Kanina, I got this! <laughs> I believe in you, Ram! <laughs> okay, Ariel, it is your turn. Okay, and old, old, uh... Bucky, Bucky is running is away. still running. I'm gonna, if she you lets me... You will get me. a chance to do something at initiative 20. Oh, okay, so using my turn to attack something right now is not gonna take my no. turn away from... Okay, so I'm... How many feet away are we, though? Uh, I'll give you within 100 feet of the the one that's on your side of the cart. The one that's attacking Princess. Yes. All right, well, I guess I will shoot a... Uh, she's going to just go boom! She's going to, like, reach out her hand, and Firebolt's going to come out of her hand and go straight for it. Whoa, did you see that? It's a natural 20. I'm not even joking. First one is a five, and then a one to make six. Okay. Well, that was still more than enough. Minimum damage off of a critical was going to kill that one. Two. Let's go ahead and describe. <laughs> um, it's gonna the firebolt hits it and lights it up in flames. Sure, Kanina's the fire I think, one. I think Kanina is wearing off on her. Like she's learning. She is learning from Kanina. Yeah. 
Nina's cheering on sidelines. Yeah, because because we've been we've been like MVP. practicing and stuff in the mornings and everything. So which one did she just kill? Uh, she killed Wolf Two. Which was Wait, which one on the no, field? Wolf Three. Sorry, yeah. is that the one that attacking is, Princess? That is the one that was attacking Princess. There are more of them, so I'll flip that one over. The only uh, fire spell she knows is Firebolt. That's the only thing Nina's taught her. <laughs> After Ariel's turn, we have Kanina. Kanina, you are in the driver's seat of the cart. So even though there's a lot of stuff in between you, nothing has cover because the one wolf is dead and you have higher ground. All right. Yep. Uh, Kanina's going to take a <laughs> a similar approach and also cast Firebolt at that wolf. Which uh. one? I guess if if she does attack the, the one that's on the opposite side of Rem, that would have cover because you're cover. Okay. I'm just, I didn't know which one she was attacking. Yeah, the one that's. I'm assuming that's right. this one, which yeah. would the one be that I damaged. Wolf. Yeah. Right. That um, one is Wolf Two. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen will hit. Alrighty. Did you add a D four? I did. <laughs> nice. That's nine. Nine points nine. of damage. What is it with? The, we keep rolling nine points of damage. So yeah, you've you've wiped that one out right after Ram had told you he has it. So I basically pull my pick out that's now covered in flaming gore, and it's like I had that one. <laughs> Nina had like uh, basically just like kind of tossed the uh, the firebolt up in her hand, just like tossed it at it essentially, and it was just like just helping out. <laughs> I can't get to that other one. One more to kill. Here, I'm having a. I'm having a hard time keeping care of Bucky. Can can you try and get him back on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll grab the reins. Go ahead and roll your animal handling. And if you have land vehicles. Okay, so just animal handling, no proficiency. So 19? A 19. You are able to, to regain control of Bucky and start bringing him back to the road. I'm going to say just because of having to fight to turn him around. You're still 20 feet off the road, but you have made progress back. You're within 60 feet of the other cart now. Cool. He probably, you know, since I gave him carrots earlier, I'm trying to calm him down. I'm talking to him really nicely and soothingly, promising more carrots. And yeah. Tempest, because the other wolves have died, it is now your turn. So there's just the one wolf left? There is just the one wolf left, and it is to the side of Rem enough that you do not have cover, or it does not have cover against you. Okay. But the one that I had shot last time is the one that just died? Uh, no. Or is dead? Is dead. Is yes. dead. So okay. you are leaning That's what... back to the other side yeah. of the cart. <laughs> she, like, <laughs> jumps to the other side of the cart, leans out, gets all squinty again, slayers prey on that one now <laughs> as a bonus action. Can you do that just indefinitely? Yes. Okay. It's Hunter's Mark is a spell slot. Yeah. But Slayer's Prey is because I am a monster slayer. Yes. I was just making sure that that's not a limited. Anyway, shooting arrow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's that's another 22. Nice. <laughs> to hit. 22 hits. 13 points of damage. Nice. All right, so you have uh, wiped out the last one that's still on the road. Tempest jumps to the other side of the cart, leans out of that door, narrows her gaze and hones in on the the last wolf that's on the road and and draws her bow and shoots it real good. (laughs) Real good. Real Real good. good. Real good. Real good for, what did they say? 13 damage. 
It's laying there dead. And it lets out a death yelp. Ah! <laughs> um, because of things that were said, I do have to say, uh, Ram, it's your turn. So Rim is going to look at all the dead wolves around him and look at the fleeing wolf. He's going to squint his eyes and say, next time. So you are passing your action. I could get there. Well, its turn comes up next, and it takes another 40 feet. How far away is it? Um, I'm going to say it has half cover, which I believe is a plus five. I mean, let me look up cover real quick, but it is within range of your longbow. I have up to 150 feet before okay, I have to I take a disadvantage. Still in range of uh, Firebolt, too. <laughs> okay, half cover is plus two to its AC. Because it's half, then three quarters is plus five. Okay, but so. I have to wait my turn, so. So wait, I guess since it's still technically my turn, real quick, he'll walk back to the injured horse. And how badly was it hit? Um, The piebald took 10 and princess took eight. So uh, he'll lay his hand on They're the piebald. Roughly half. If you heal it, does that break your concentration? No. Lay on hands doesn't break the... No, because it's not concentration as well. Uh, so I'm going to lay on hands the uh, the piebald for 10. Heal it back up. Okay. Then will that end your turn? Yes, that ends my turn. Okay. So yes, the, the wolf took off deeper into the woods. It is Ariel's turn. Um, does it seem like the donkey is is fine now and I can hand the reins back and um, she'll be fine to get him or does it seem like the donkey's still spooked? Um, I'll say that given the current circumstance there will be advantage on whoever does the check next and if that one is successful then the horses will no longer be spooked or the, the donkey will no longer be spooked um, as it makes its way back onto the road it's calming down because of the fact that uh, that all the wolves that it can see are dead. But it's still antsy. Is it running right now, the direction I aimed it, or is it just walking, or like, what was its speed like? I think it would be walking because you're like muscling it to go a direction that it didn't want to. I'm gonna look ahead and see that the wolves are done and just call. You probably can't even see that this one is still around. Yeah, I'm just gonna see that they're not fighting anything anymore. And I'm gonna be like, be right there guys, trying to get old Bucky to calm down. And that's my turn, cause I need to be able to steer the thing. Okay, Kanina. Kanina will go ahead and make sure like the horses are not as spooked anymore. And she'll just be like, she'll yell out to the gang, just be like, I think we're all clear. The last wolf ran away and the rest are dead. So good job, guys. <laughs> and and your turn. Yep. Okay. Uh, both of you guys go ahead and roll animal handling with advantage. Or yeah, because you still kept the reins. I think that my die is blessed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just And I shook it too. <laughs> I'm not going to roll it again because it's a 20. Yeah, I have enough. over 20 as well. Okay. So yeah, the the animals are are calming down. The uh the one 
the two horses pulling the cart have have stopped especially the one that that got some healing seems to like be completely calm now princess is still a little frazzled but i think that's because they're it's hurt still yeah that his uh his foot is still like it's his ankle is bleeding and throbbing in pain um bucky is coaxed back up onto the road and is pretty much back in position behind um, the rest of the party's cart. And as we drop back down to Tempest's turn. Don't want to shoot it. I know you do. (laughs) That's why we're still in initiative. (laughs) I'm not going to deny you the kill when it's still feasible on the map. I know, but and then there's Nina that's just like, well, we're done, guys. <laughs> well, she's not like saying against it either. Yeah, she doesn't care one way or another. <laughs> I know, I just thought it was funny that you're like, well, we killed these ones. That one ran away. I'm just like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Did you add your four? Yeah. 17? 17 hits. <gasps> Don't know why you thought that wasn't good. <laughs> because the, the, that the wasn't cover with been a 15. the... Yeah, with the cover, it's a 15. But but yes, that still hits. That would have hit the yeah, dire wolf if it I had hit, cover. I didn't hit with a 13, so... It's a whole two different. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think the 13 was against the dire wolf, which had a different AC. So... Yeah, still six points of damage, though. Still six points of damage? So an arrow, like, flies out of the road, through the trees, and it you hit it, but it doesn't die. So now there's a wolf wandering on the forest, injured with an arrow sticking out of its butt. The wolf has like an arrow in its hindquarter, and it's it's like limping. It's trying to try. Now it's just, it, it was already shaken, and now it's just like terrified running through the woods. There's a nice trail of blood if someone would like to track it later. Um... It's it's still it's Rem's turn if Rem has anything long enough range to kill it. Yeah. I mean I could how far away is it from me? Seventy. I could throw a javelin at it. Can you? At disadvantage. Is that something that Rem wants to do? No, because he's already turned, he's not even looking at it. He's gonna walk over to uh Princess and there's eight you said, right? Uh Princess had taken eight damage, yes. Lay on hands for eight. Like he's basically like patting the horse and be like shh. Yeah, he's he's mending the wounds on both horses. Well, with that, the wolf limps its way off the map, and I will consider combat resolved. Ariel hasn't seen it. He's like wiping the blood away as he does this. Like, shh, let her see. <laughs> Eldith. She'll never know. As like Eldith takes the reins back from Ariel as the cart gets back in line, and I imagine like Rem is climbing onto the cart and Kanina is trying to to maneuver the the carriage around the the bodies. Ellis just like I I thought you said that if something were to happen that you were going to to give me a bit of magical protection. Yeah. Um and I also I I told you not to worry with these ones because we totally got this. This was going to be not a big deal. Because I can only cast the magical protection like one time, I was waiting until if we get, if if the gnolls kind of come up or like bandits that are trying to like, you know, knife to our throat type of and thing. And she's like breathing heavily and she's like, oh, oh, okay. Um, that that wasn't clear before. I thought that just oh, the sorry. first sign of danger that you were going to do that. And then I was going to leave. Um, 
now 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 I know for the the next time that not not to expect that yeah. right away well I actually had it ready if those wolves came towards our cart um they seem to be really occupied with the horses though so I knew you were I, I figured you were safe okay, okay I I, appre- I appreciate it no problem and I, I did see what the the one the big one you yeah, wasn't that crazy? Whoa. I think that was Kosein because I prayed to her asking for some help and because my firebolt didn't work the first time and that happened. <laughs> that, that was a, a real good job and she holds a hand up to you. Thanks. And she does a, a high five thing. High fives exist in this universe. <laughs> well, she's awkward. There he goes awkward though. So she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> she grabs her hands and just holds it. <laughs> yeah, she goes to do a high five and then just like interlinks the fingers. <laughs> okay, that, that was... <laughs> okay, that ended up being a little creepy. Before Rim climbs back up on the, on the cart, is there any kind of loot that you can get from these things like dire wolf fangs or anything? Do you want a tooth? They're worth anything, I don't know. I want pelts. I want pelts. Okay. I'd also like to retrieve my arrows if possible. Ariel, while everybody's doing that, Ariel wants to um, give the horses and, and the donkey some carrots. Just a couple carrots each. Okay, so it carrots. seems like everyone is kind of there. Everyone's kind of taking a, a break on the side of the road right here. Um, Tempest, I will let you roll survival to try and skin the wolf that only had an arrow wound. 20. Wow. 20. Um, if you are willing to spend the like hour, I imagine it would take to skin the animal, which would allow everyone else because you're, you're doing a more strenuous activity to take a short rest. Mm-hmm. While, while you recuperate, I imagine maybe dragging the bodies off the road so they're not all just in the middle of the road. Tempest kind of takes the one over to the tree to hang up and start skinning it. If if taking the time sounds okay to sure. everybody. I think that I would want to use my short rest because I don't need anything uh, for me is that will give the horses time to also, I know that he healed them, but that will give them time to just relax, calm down, maybe give them some water, that type of thing. Rem, do you have proficiency in survival? No. Okay, then roll me a strength check because I'm giving you survival using your strength modifier instead to break off the dire wolf tooth. Just flat strength. D20 plus your strength. Nope, eight. Eight. So you you go to wrench the tooth, like one one of the teeth um, out of its mouth and you manage to break one of them in about half. Hmm. Must have been weakened by the the holy fire. Does the ruby I got from the king require attunement? No, you just have to press the ruby against a uh, weapon for 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Requires attunement by a spellcaster. That's where it says it. Ah, okay. Uh, I will go ahead and attune Which, to that then. Yeah, you can, can do while taking a short rest. Does anyone want to spend hit dice? I didn't Nobody took health. damage. Health. We didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Amazingly. The horses. <laughs> The horses. Uh, the horses are fully healed. I healed though. them. So everyone, go ahead and uh, mark off your short rest for any recover anything that you recover on a short rest. And um, how many arrows did you spend? Four, I think. But one of them ran away with the or uh, the retreating wolf. 
Okay, go ahead and uh, roll or uh, over or under. Hi. Okay, you managed to find one arrow that is still in retrievable condition. I think with that, we'll go ahead and uh, and wrap up for the night. We got some combat done. Got like two two episodes worth of material out of here. You guys have have met and decided to escort Eldith. Level uh, five now. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> Level five will be after we do our scouting. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you are liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com, where they can listen to episodes, read our blog, and find links to subscribe to the show. We're also available in your favorite podcast apps. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. $1 a month gets you access to all of our bonus content and helps us raise the funds needed to improve the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at ad- feedback at adventures or you can join our Discord server at adventuresinarelia.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who allow us to use their music in our show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com slash music. We'd like to thank BattleBards.com for allowing us to use their songs and sound effects in our production. If you would like to bring these sounds from the world of Aurelia to your home games, sign up for BattleBards Prime. Your BattleBards Prime submit subscription will give you access to stream all songs from their catalog, as well as a 20% discount on all purchases. Use the code Aurelia, that's E-R-Y-L-I-A, when signing up to get 15% off the cost of your subscription.